0: Welcome to The Loaded Goat. I'm Aaron. And I'm Chris. And this is
1: the sixth time Aaron will have said this intro because of bad internet.
0: So today we're doing the rumor. And folks, if you've been waiting for that great episode or that special episode where Barney misreads a situation and gets the whole town involved as he really screws things up, it's arrived. We are here. Yeah. I'm, I'm of course, kidding. That is the plot of a lot of Andy Griffith's it's show. a lot of the series. Yeah the um it's kind of like that friends episode where chandler is watching three's company company and he goes oh i've seen this one it's the one with the crazy (laughs) mix-up or like in the three amigos where the women in the village are talking about which amigo they like best and one goes i like the one who's not very smart and they're all like which one is that (laughs) because they're all dumb (laughs) so today we're doing the rumor what'd you think of this episode christopher that's fun. I'm feeling, a. am feeling okay with episodes right now. I think we're in a little bit of a, of a little hum. I I would agree. I would agree. I'm enjoying them. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any, um, I don't really have any thoughts on this. I mean, I think we've kind of seen this a little bit before with Bar, uh, with Andy when he was, I can't even remember the lady's name, but the one where he just wants to go out on a date with her and Barney keeps showing up. So this feels kind oh, of yeah, similar yeah, yeah. in that vein. But well, but it's but it's got its, it's got its unique moments as well. So we'll dive in if you want. I do want. All right. This episode first aired on April twenty seventh, nineteen sixty four. We open with Andy walking down the street, saying hello to folks, and he sees Helen in a jewelry store and walks in and surprises her. She is buying a charm bracelet for her niece and a, look, Pandora, a Pandora, bracelet? Pandora bracelet. What's the first Pandora bracelet? What is a Pandora bracelet? Oh, Aaron, you know
1: this. They're in like airports and malls and they're like the charm bracelet. They're big charm. They're big charm bracelet. Is it wrong that I haven't bought one?
0: (laughs) Ask Becky. I don't know. I'll have to check. I never heard of such a thing, but thank thank you for letting me know. My pleasure. So they look at other jewelry as Barney walks by and he sees them and Andy kisses Helen when nobody's looking. Scandalous. Gonna have to get engaged. I mean, it's a little, it's a little premature, but you know, I mean, Barney's never really been one known to read a situation very well, and so we cut to Barney telling Thelma Lou that something's up, and she she's skeptical, and Barney says it's very clear, and she then says, "You're always throwing your education in my face." <laughs> And he gets a bit smug. I'm always a little curious. Like when we're talking about what education and what people do, Barney rents a room from the lady upstairs and Thelma Lou has a very nice house. So I'm kind of curious what, you know, what, what the story is there.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, he went to deputy school and probably got a big signing bonus from the county and then settled into the lower, you know, to his civil servant salary.
0: Oh yeah, no, he's 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 making bank. You just look at the way he uh, the way he 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 makes Belvelou pay for everything. So she wants to discuss it with Helen, but Barney says to keep it to herself. Obviously, cut to him telling Aunt B she gets the most
1: keep it to yourself, doesn't include Aunt B.
0: How does it not include Aunt B? She's his Aunt B. I just honestly think people I think this is just Barney being Barney. So Aunt B gets emotional, and so does Barney. And then back at the jail, Andy is chewing out a guy named Melvin for putting up quarantine sky signs, and it's scaring the neighbors, which I can imagine. And you know that would make me a little uncomfortable too if I had a neighbor who was putting up quarantine signs. I wonder if I could do that with my neighbors.
1: That'd be that would probably work better than do not disturb. Or no, I guess it's not do not disturb. That's a phone setting. <laughs> no trespassing.
0: No trespassing. I mean, I figure you live in a state that pretty much it's people really take no trespassing pretty seriously. The people that do really do. But we got really good public
1: access laws, too. So people are prone to trespass.
0: Do you trespass? All the time. Where do you trespass?
1: I do it on on trails constantly. Like there's one there's one trail system Near town, There's one guy that put up, you know, he always is trying to reroute what the city park trailhead is because part of it has an easement through his property and he's got all these big, scary, no trespassing signs and I've never seen him outside of his house. It's fine. That's a lie. I don't, I don't abide.
0: I'm going to feel like I'm going to be sitting here and I'm going to be saying, welcome to the loaded goat. I'm Aaron. Christopher has been shot. Apparently he was hiking one day and the trespassed onto a guy's property yeah
1: yeah that's fine maybe he's a listener if he is i know who you are And now he knows who
0: you are in comes barney with a grin on his face saying he's on to him before barney can tell him what he knows andy gets another call about nelvin and sends barney to take care of it (laughs) at dinner that night aunt b is reclimped and opie she's got great word for you for clumps, you know what well, you remember from like coffee talk on saturday night live i don't think i do know that one who were the characters it was a mike myers bit and uh, uh yeah anyway it'd be like coffee talk we're talking we we talk and we have a ball and be like you know her feelings are like barbara streisand's voice is like butter you know that would be the way they would it was pretty funny we had to be there i guess okay Anyway, Opie thinks she's got the allergies, and Johnny Paul Jason says he keeps from getting them by not breathing. <laughs> but she works. Yeah, I think it's obviously was I can tell you about the uh, my friend who has the uh, the eight year old or the nine year old, and how yep. he's always getting into shenanigans. Well, now he's but he's talking about this friend of his, and his friend sounds like Johnny Paul Jason. I mean, he comes home the other day and he tells his parents. Oh, his friend told him that the Squid Game on Netflix is the best show on TV. <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, so either this parent, either this kid's parents are letting him watch a show where people are, where there's an extremely violent show on Netflix, where people are just shot randomly and killed randomly, or this kid is lying and telling lies on the playground. Which would you prefer? I'd prefer he's telling lies on the playground. Yeah, because that's cool. <laughs> it's better than parent that type of parenting.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's fair. Um, so, Aunt V then brings the food and kisses Andy on the head. She's crying, and Opie says he doesn't know what he could have done, and Andy explains that women are more sensitive and sentimental. Opie then thinks that she smelled the liver and remembered the, when, the, when they had liver last week. So he's not really picking up on what's going on, and neither is Andy because this is this is just plain silly. And the next day, Helen is walking a student home, and Thelma Lou comes up and gives her a big hug. And then Thelma Lou invites Helen to town, but Helen says Friday would be better because she's going to the jewelers. and Thelma Lou gets emotional and walks away. And Helen is
1: it ready. is kind of all falling into place. Like for this to be an engagement. How so? I mean, the town rallies, people, everyone's supportive of the nuptial. Maybe they should get engaged. I
0: think, I think you're being silly. I think, I mean, I think when people want to get engaged, they get engaged and they tell people they don't, there's not a big, everybody kind of, everybody jumps the gun here. Mm -hmm. Okay. All All on the good word of Barney Fife. (laughs) <laughs> who is not who you don't hit your wagon? The Barney, yeah. Wife. yeah, that's true. But Helen's confused, needless to say. And at the filling station, Barney and Thelma Lou are discussing the impending engagement with Gomer. Let's pull Gomer in on this, too. And Barney says they should give them a surprise party on Friday, and they agree. They are planning. It be. And it's clearly hate Lillian's meatballs. Lillian's a guest who's going to bring meatballs. I and mean, for- she's just pushing those way too hard.
1: I mean... Yeah, I feel like she made meatballs maybe 25 years ago and never been able to get rid of them. So they're just freeze-dried or frozen. She's always slinging them at any potluck she goes to, or even something that's not a potluck.
0: I think she just makes bad meatballs. And nobody's had the heart to tell her. Okay. I mean... This much, you know, 1% meat, 99% breadcrumbs. I don't even know how those things stay together. (laughs) Um, For gifts, they're going to redo Andy's room and give him a bed with a canopy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. And Barney says that it is... If I had a canopy bed, bed.
1: I'd want to put a hammock across too.
0: I've always wondered if I had a canopy bed, would I like that or would I really just feel enclosed
1: i think it would be a little enclosing but i don't know it'd be kind of fun i've never yeah. slept i don't think i've ever slept in one
0: yeah you know you always see those in like old european palaces but they had guards out and things like that i just would feel kind of like if you're in a canopy bed bad things could be happening outside that canopy bed and you wouldn't know i have
1: slept with a mosquito net before yeah and one time it got wrapped around my head In the middle of the night, I woke up terrified. (laughs) Could get it off? Where was this? Uh, My sister had one. Like there was one in my sister's bedroom. Now it looks like I was sleeping in my. She was gone away at college, and I moved into her room for a little bit. Um, So, so that's that's when. But then the one time I was in Nicaragua, and they actually had them, and like it doesn't give you that much space around, and these um, bugs were like really dive bombing, but they're coming within like two inches of your face. It's actually kind of terrifying.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. Well, Barney says that this whole thing is kissy looking. And then they all start thinking about Andy and Helen getting married and they all start crying and we go to commercial. And this is really funny. It's really funny if you don't think about it too hard. Yeah. Yeah. And so this episode was produced by Pod Machine. They do great podcasts at a great rate. Go to podmachine.com to learn more and enter Loaded Goat at checkout for a 10% discount. After the break, Barney is telling Floyd, and he signs a card and commits to contributing to a gift minus the cost of a haircut that Andy didn't pay for.
1: <laughs> this is a good Floyd moment.
0: Yeah. And given the way that the production schedule went, this was actually Howard his first scene back as Floyd after the stroke.
1: Oh, it was. Oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: yeah. And back at the Taylor household, Aunt B is overseeing the redo of Andy's room. Barney says he kept Andy occupied by dumping a filing cabinet. What a friend. Um, Opie, yeah. And then immediately, yeah, leave, left, and then immediately left. leaves. Left. Yeah. Opie has been sent to spend the night at a friend's um, and Andy and Aunt B asks Barney if he's kept this quiet. And Barney says, subterfuge, subterfuge is his business. Which, oh, yeah, that's very true. And at the jail, Andy is cleaning up the mess and Barney says he's going to make it up to him. He and Thelma Lou are going to take them out to dinner. Andy finally agrees and says he'll go get his suit, and Barney says he doesn't need to because the women want to go out with men in uniform. Um, Andy thinks the whole thing is strange, and he says he won't protest over a free dinner, and then Barney asked to borrow five bucks, <laughs> which is which is par for the course. Um, Aunt B is showing out the bridal suite. But Thelma Lou didn't pay. Well i mean this this episode's just really silly. Aunt B is showing the bridal suite to a friend who thinks it's amazing. Um, in comes Gomer, and they're all getting downstairs to surprise them. The surprise is at eight o'clock, which if you're doing a surprise party and the ruse is we're all going to go out to dinner that's that's a yeah. little <laughs> I mean, it would have almost been easier if they'd said. Well, all right, let me go. But Andy's like, I'm going to go change into my Barney had showed up and it's shown up in salt and pepper. And Andy was like, I'm going to go change into my suit. And they do this. Now, obviously, that would not have made for a better episode. But, you know, it was it was kind of a very contrived plan. Yeah, I agree. Again, so Barney's having to stall them until then. And at the jail, they're all ready to go eat. But Barney's acting weird indecisive and, and then we're back at the Taylor household and Liv- Lillian has shown up with her meatballs and nobody's excited about that I suck Lillian yeah and then back to the four of them they're arguing because Barney won't pick a place and they finally just agree to go back to the Taylor household plan they- working yeah it's like a charm and then Gomer is posted to do an old hoodow when he sees them pull up but he has a mouthful of food my favorite part of the episode huh
1: That was pretty funny.
0: That's pretty funny. Yeah. And they walk in and surprise everyone in the living room and they say surprise. And Andy and Helen are perplexed. And I don't know if you saw, but Rance Howard, Ron Howard's father, is an extra in this scene. Oh, I didn't see that. No. Yeah. And so they take them up to the bridal suite and Andy explains that there's been a mistake and he tells them that he and Helen aren't engaged. And everybody rips into Barney. And Andy says a party is a party and that everyone should go downstairs and have a good time. And then Andy and Helen overlook the room and they both agree the whole thing is embarrassing. But why they are not ready to marry now, they may be someday, and then they kiss. It's not and, off the table. I want no. you to hear me when I say that. Is that is that is that your impression of Andy Griffith? Yeah. Is All that right. not good? No. No. And Jim Fritzell and Everett Greenbaum said this was a tough scene to write. I can imagine in a, in a whole episode of silliness, this is like you got to almost stop and have a moment here. Yeah. Wow. To be in that writer's room. I don't like your attitude <laughs> one, one bit. Writer's room in 1964 probably had better internet than you than you two right now. I <laughs> think I would say.
1: Hmm.
0: Maybe Maybe. I have it better outside of my house than inside my house. Okay. That is that is a bummer. Later, Andy says they're all gonna get their money back, and Aunt B is going to get a nice new room. Gomer tells Barney what a dumb trick the whole thing was as we go to commercial. And I'm with Gomer. Yeah. Yeah. Gomer's the 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 hero of this episode. Not really.
1: Kind of. He jokes on the he's the funny one.
0: He is the funny one. In the epilogue, Barney tells everyone he has lost the log of how much they contributed, but he'll just take their word for how much they gave. And naturally, they all start saying what they gave, and Barney starts arguing with them as Andy and Helen leave. And we close the show. Well, and it goes with
1: Floyd wanting to, you know, leave off the haircut. This
0: is yeah. a great way to end the episode. Yeah. So, how many whistles would you give this? Seven. Solid. I'd go six. Okay.
1: Yeah. Good. good. Any final thoughts? No, I really like thinking about. I really, I, I just come. coughing.
0: No. It's great. That is great stuff. Well, thanks for listening. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. And if you think about it, subscribe. Next week we'll do Barney and Thelma Lou. Until then, Christopher, you're always throwing your education in my face. <sighs>